stuff's the best stuff. Even if it's just a little more, always do a little more than it's expected of you. So there's a page on Instagram that I follow. It's, it's called Delightful News. Now it has a double header, double description. I can't remember uh, what the secondary part is, but just search Delightful News. I've heard at least half a dozen times how Joe Rogan talks about the YouTube algorithm and how his friend and fellow comedian Ari Shafir just searched for puppies three, four, five days in, in a row. And those are the, the first types of videos that show up on his feed every time he logs into his account. And I think I'm realizing more and more, <clears throat> and I do always say no matter what this podcast turns into, if it remains the way that it is now, and then we'll have, I don't know, 25, 30 listens a month, and we might grow to a listenership of 10 people, and I'll continue to do it, and I don't say any of those things is a negative, because it's something that I that I enjoy, and it's something that, that I find to be helpful for collecting my own thoughts and laying out my own mental approach to each day. If it grows to anything beyond that, uh, that's also great, that's also an organic blessing, and we'll take that. But I think the point is, regardless of the size and the depth and the scope of this, I want to continue to do this with a, a sincere purpose. And it's important for me to just say this. I like to encourage people. It used to bother me when people would say, you're such a nice person. I don't know why that is. I think maybe it's because culturally, at least in America, it's hard to find positivity. I mean, think about it for a moment. In all aspects of your life, on a daily basis, and I feel like I say on a daily basis every time I record an episode, and if I ever get my friend Patrick involved in this, there's a gigantic inside joke between my brother and Patrick and myself on that and we'll just we'll name we will name an episode on a daily basis <clears throat> but there's no better way to describe it on a daily basis you can look at what CNN is you can look at what Fox is you can look at what CNN's attempt at a digital news provision platform was and how quickly that failed uh, MSNBC is no better Every local television outlet is always updating you on auto fatalities, shootings, murders, kidnappings, missing people, highlighting whatever political division is going on, drug issues, COVID issues, political weaponization brought into the classroom and used in between a fight with the school boards and the parents. No one's in agreement. Everyone hates each other. I didn't really start looking at these things until all of the madness that was the tail end of the, the election run between Donald Trump and Joe Biden and then COVID hit. You had this strange confluence of events 
that caused us all to probably internalize things a little bit more. Not in terms of your trauma, not in terms of the damage and the bad things that, that make you weak and compromise your quality of life, but internalize things in terms of how you really view people, your political leaders, people that you find inspirational, your, your heroes, your, your athletes, your entertainers and actors. At least for me, I started to, to take a much deeper dive look into these things. I listen to a lot of political podcasts. I've listened to a lot of different podcasts from Joe Rogan and Zuby. And at a time, I tried to listen to... Who is the noted atheist? Sam Smith. I can't remember his last name. Uh, Brett, Brett Weinstein and, and his wife Heather... If I mispronounce these names, I apologize. I can't remember if it's Weinstein or Weinstein. I know, I know they've talked about it on several episodes over a thousand times. I listen to episodes of Joe Rogan with Sanjay Gupta, Robert Malone, Alex Berenson. No one is in agreement on, on either side of the spectrum. And I guess that's why these people, they live and they cohabitate on the left and the right. But in all honesty, where the hell is the middle? Where's the middle? Why does everything have to be political? Why does everything have to be so extremely divisive? Why does everything have to be so freaking negative? Why? Why is everyone dealing with self-absorption and and gigantic depression and and these gigantic mood swings and an inability to get their feet underneath them, to get their footing, to catch their bearings and figure out where they are exactly at that point in their life and what their direction is. People are lost. And the answer is all the things that I mentioned before. We live in this gigantic echo chamber of negativity And I'm trying as hard as I can to not be a part of it. And so this little rinky-dink podcast, not Brandon's production value, that's the best part of this show. But anything that you hear this crazy person talking about, it's coming from a place where I've been through my own unique story and my feet have been held to the fire over a number of different situations with a number of different outcomes in my life. And I'm just here to tell you, no matter what I'm talking about, no matter how crazy, if it's a sci-fi comic book or if it's discussing a documentary or if it's me talking about the reality of drug addiction and what it does to your family and trying to manage your own internal brokenness that you inherited from members of your family sometimes trying to break that cycle nine times out of ten I'm trying to come to you from a place of encouragement I don't want to be a part of this negative echo chamber I want you to know that yes life is hard and sometimes awful things happen without any type of reasonable explanation 
but we can all grow as people and we can all make a decision each day to try to, to try to treat other people with respect and with kindness. And that doesn't make you a weak person. That doesn't make you in need of questioning who you are the way I have for years and years and years whenever people would say you're such a nice person. I think a lot of I think a lot of my cynicism over that was related to my dating life up until I met uh, my first wife. Because I was always I was always awkward with women. And when you're 26, 27 years old and you've never had a girlfriend before, you start to ask a lot of questions about yourself. What's wrong with me mainly? But that time in my life passed and I'm in the best part of my life now. Shout out, thank you, Lord. And so I try real hard to practice what I preach. And it's it's not that I'm trying to shine a spotlight on myself and say what a great and a kind person I just want you to know that the way that I live my life enriches every part of my existence are sometimes people hateful or sometimes people manipulative do, do people sometimes want to try to take advantage of you because they realize that you're probably not going to push back in a way that a, that a lot of people in their social circle do yes to all these things But the majority of the interactions I have with people and the majority of the relationships that I've been able to build have been, have been positive. And that's the one thing I will keep echoing. It is a good practice to be kind to people. It is a good practice to be encouraging, to be supportive, to listen, to not cast judgment. And these are all acts of humanity that we're completely out of practice on. So I want this podcast to be a beacon for that. Oh, this is going to be a problem. And don't you love, don't you absolutely love, hello Dolly, don't you absolutely love when these traffic lights are coded in a way where it's like, oh, you're 50 feet away. How about we go yellow now? Let's see, let's see who dies today. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But it just makes all the sense in the world to me when you do have the option to watch the news and, and sit there and, and pontificate on what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Is is, is Vladimir Putin going to launch a nuclear weapon and completely change the structure of everyone's existence that we've ever known in our modern generation? What's China going to do? What's North Korea going to do? What's happening in the Middle East? All these things. Yes, you can become a political nut job like I did during the, the tail end of the, this last election and go down a rabbit hole that's, oh man, I'll tell you what, you want to talk about, you want to talk about intentional mental disease. That's what I gifted myself with for all that time and trouble. You can't live in these echo chambers. And it can apply to anything. It can be politics. It can be financial advice and and life coaching and, and life actualization. It can be CrossFit. It could be dieting. It could be religion. 
I've known people that ingratiated themselves so much with the church and they were there Sunday morning, Sunday evening. They were there Wednesday evening. They were there for, for Bible study. They were there for Bible camp. They were there for this and that. And, and I'm not saying that your connection to God is anything that you ever need to temper. But there's even a world in, 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 in the faith and in church and in religion where people only identify themselves with that aspect of their life. And every time they interact with someone, they're coming from a place of judgment. They're coming from a place of self-righteousness. They're coming from a place of finger pointing. And that's not effective. That's not an effective way to share your world and your journeys and your testimonies with others. And so you can overdo anything. And what we've overdone here recently is just the information that we dump into each other's laps and the information that these televisions launch at us like rockets on a daily basis. I saw a video recently from that Delightful News Instagram page that I was telling you about. And it was a man that was at a food court and he must be familiar with this woman, Evelyn, that works for this particular restaurant chain that he likes. And he told Evelyn that he was having a bad day and he asked her to sit down for two minutes and talk to him. And she did. And she started telling this man about herself. She's from the Philippines. And she has to work to provide family, or excuse me, to provide money for a family that she sends back to the Philippines. Her, one of her brothers had a stroke and she's trying to help with medical bills and treatment. And I, I don't know the gentleman that did this. I realize everything can be approached from an angle of skepticism. I don't know if this guy's financially independent and this is something that he did to try to draw people to his Instagram page or his social media feeds. I didn't look into it that deeply. I just watched the video and I, and I accepted it for what I believed it to be. He asked Evelyn if she ever wanted to go back to the Philippines and she said, yes, I miss my family. I would like to go back and visit them. He asked her how much it would cost for a plane ticket if she had researched that. She said $1,500. He said, Evelyn, I'd like to provide you with $1,500 where you can go visit your family. She started crying. He's like, can I get a hug from you? They embraced. He said, thank you, and they parted ways. Now, if that is what actually happened, that, and that's not a staged theatrical production, which is how I choose to view it, And the fact that you would even question that just shows you sometimes how broken of a place we're all in. Because everyone is always living in a world of skepticism and cynicism. But you don't have to do that. I saw another video on Instagram of this random dog that was in the water. Nobody knows where it was. I, I believe this was in an ocean. Somehow the dog was still staying afloat. I don't know if some awful human being threw it off their boat to get rid of him or if there was 
a group of drunk people that just didn't pay attention to the, hey, hey, where's Joey at? Joey's not on the boat no more. They rescued the dog. The dog was extremely thankful and happy to see them. A lot of these videos can be approached from an angle of skepticism as if they were theatrically staged and written out just like a, a screenwriter was there and then produced and provided to all these people. But I, I don't choose to look at it that way. I know that some of this is real. And to some, what that percentage is, I don't know. But I watch these videos and I've curated all of my social media feeds and I've, I've customized them to be something that feeds my soul and something that gives me a positive moment in my life if I'm going to sit down and, and look at these platforms. Stay away from those echo chambers. Be the person that gives and supports and encourages. And I hope in your world, I hope and I pray that that kindness comes back to repay you. I know there's, a, there's, an, entire, uh, there's an entire five-part series on believing in a higher power and, and what God you believe in if you believe in God and, and how that dictates the way that you view the world and how you choose to treat other people and the way that you want to be treated. But for the sake of, of this argument, let's just all say that we're just human beings trying to survive. We're human beings in the middle of this crazy story. And so to that end, I would say, don't be a part of the echo chamber. Choose kindness, choose encouragement, choose support. I saw a group of and I don't even know what the phrase is anymore because you say anything that used to be a descriptor and it's offensive now. I saw a group of older people, we'll say that, and there were some transport buses that had advertisements for retired living centers and retired living resorts. So I'm assuming that this group of older people uh, came from some of these residences and they were at the Tennessee Theater yesterday, and there was a gigantic group of them, and I just thought to myself, all the stories, all the life lived, all of the children and the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren that must be a part of this collective, and, and it, it, made me, it made me smile, it made me, it made me happy, it made me, it made me emotional for a small moment as I was driving around downtown Knoxville. There's so much in this life that people take for granted and I know that I'm always talking about life and how precious it is. And I, I tell you where I come from when I say those things because of the, the, loss, the losses that I've dealt with, people that I'll never have a chance to get back. So what that does is that has motivated me every day of my life to try to be sincere with people. I'm not trying to approach you to manipulate you. You may have no desire to have a sincere conversation with me and you may always think in the back of your mind, this guy's fake. He's nice. There must be an angle. There's not, man. And I've met many people in my life, especially in this industry, that operate the same way. There's no angle. There's no agenda. 
People have brothers, sisters, parents they care about. They have dogs, cats they care about. They have children they care about. Grandchildren, nieces, nephews. Co-workers they consider brothers. Co-workers they consider sisters. A gigantic circle or a small circle of friends that mean the world to them that they consider part of their extended family. These are all things that motivate us. Uh, These are all things that help you prioritize what's real in your life and what's not a Hollywood production. And those are the individuals, those are the reasons you need to focus your life in a purpose where it's not hard for you to be kind to others. You need to find a way to heal that brokenness inside of you that's so cynical, that's so skeptical. I don't know how. I don't know what it's going to take. It took a long journey for me. And it took it took a lot of uh, it took a lot of emotional concussions before I went to see a a brain specialist, a heart specialist. And of course, I'm just I'm I'm being theatrical here. I didn't really have concussions, but in in, in my situation, it's been a lot of deep prayer, a lot of deep meditation, a lot of self introspection. You can't lie to yourself. The rest of the world wants to sugarcoat things and BS you in all aspects of your life, but but you can't do that to you. That's not an option. If there's one person in your life that's that, that has to be true to you at all times, it has to be yourself. And it's so easy for us to tell ourselves lies. So tell yourself the truth. I want to be nice. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be skeptical and cynical of everyone and everything in my life. Life is short. You have no control over what is going to be the thing that takes takes your life at any one given day. You can be the healthiest person in the world that has 3% body fat and is a CrossFit champion and has this wonderful cardio and this amazing physique and all of these vitamin and supplement and, and specialized diet endorsements and your telomeres look great whatever the crap those are and it looks like you're going to live to be 99 years old and then you get in your vehicle and you you drive to the post office and you get hit by an 18 wheeler peace out bye bye you can't control that and when you understand how much you can't control you find internally what it is that you do want to try and control and guess what that is trying to be a nice and a decent person. Trying to not be an a-hole all the time. That's angry. That thinks that they're owed something. I don't know what your trauma is. I don't know what you've been through. But you know what mine is. You know where I'm coming from. It's not a competition. It's an opportunity for you to learn about yourself and to grow. And I hate that I hate that phrase. I hate that saying do better. It's so dismissive. Do better. Do better at what? You have all these catchphrases that I don't even understand conceptually. Say less. Bet. 
I don't, like, I'm, I'm so old. I'm so old and, and uncool. I don't know what any of this stuff means. But some of this stuff... Anyways, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because that's, that's a, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. I'm just not a cool person. And I guess sometimes I get reminded of that whenever I hear terminology and colloquialisms and things like that that people use nowadays. (coughs) Excuse me. But do better is, it's too short-sighted. It's too vague. There's too much that's simplified when people say that we do all need to do better but you need to look at the big picture man how long are you going to be here on this earth what do you want what do you want to accomplish do you want a family do you want to be single the rest of your life and travel and have adventure there's nothing wrong with that that's great take lots of pictures maybe write a book and tell us a story about all your adventures there's, a, there's not literally a thousand different ways, but we'll just say it for it to serve its purpose. There's a thousand different ways you can view it living this life. But try to be kind to each other. Try to be kind and try to encourage people. If you meet people that are bad brokers and you know they don't have your best interest at heart, that's an easy enough situation to fix. You can sit there and you can try and you can try to be kind and you can try to be supportive as long as you know that you've made an effort to be something positive in their world. That's all you can really do. And if that doesn't take, if this is a person that's that's not receptive to that, there's still always going to be something outside of what you're trying to be a part of in your life, then, well, you phase them out of your life. Or at least you keep them at a distance. Or you try to. Sometimes sometimes it can be difficult when it's family. Ah, oh, the sweet four-cylinder sings. I want this podcast to be something that uplifts people and encourages them. I've probably said that a dozen times, and I'll probably say it a dozen times more before the weekend gets here. But it's important to acknowledge it. Don't be a part of those echo chambers. Live a healthy life. Enjoy it. Have fun. Be joyous, man. Appreciate waking up today. Share that joy with other people. Just find a way to embrace kindness. It's a drug and a medicine that's great for your soul and great for all aspects of your heart and your your mental state. It's, It's a quality of life upgrade. And I highly recommend it. Have a good day, folks.